Shareable is part of C-Suite Radio. The guest becomes the host, and the host becomes the guest. This segment is called Now You Do Me. Don't make it weird. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Now You Do Me, the shareable podcast. I'm your host, John Steyert. That's J-O-N-S-T-E-I-E-R-T. For those of you keeping score out there today, my guest on the shareable Now You Do Me podcast is Jeff Gibbard. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Jeff, are you there? I am there and uh, here. And you did say it right. And thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being had on the show. (laughs) Jeff, I want to ask you about a couple different things. Number one, I hear that you like to laugh a whole bunch. This is true. This is true. Jeff, if you had one show to watch right now, what would it be? One show to watch right now? Does it have to be a comedy? It has to be a comedy. It is a show that basically makes you laugh and you think, I want to share this with other people. Oh, my God. It's it's tough. Is it a show that I can only watch once? Because most of the shows that I watch that make me laugh are ones that I've seen like the episodes like 70 times. No, it can be whatever show you want it to be. Okay. God, oh, that's such a good question. That kind of caught me off guard. I don't really quite know how to if, – if I'm looking for the show that probably made me laugh more than anything else, uh, it would probably be Workaholics um, because it would catch me off guard with how irreverent and crazy and weird it is. Uh, but I have to throw in two quick honorable mentions, and that's Arrested Development and Community. Those are shows that I could watch over and over and over. They're just so clever and – there's so many callbacks in it. It's just such a good show. So essentially, Workaholics is your main hustle, and then you have uh, community and Arrested Development, and then you just go smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, thank you for being a true brosh. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So moving forward in the shareable Now You Do Me podcast, Jeff, sports, Ooh. spelled with a Z, spelled with a Z. I know that when you and I first met, and we only just met 30 seconds ago. That's true. That hockey was something that you grew up playing, but you don't really pay attention to much now. How did you get involved in hockey, and what was your level of play? Um, Well, I never played ice hockey. How dare you? I know, I know. I always thought it would be a lot of fun. Um, I just never did. And, and it's partly because at the age that I started playing hockey, I was playing basketball and basketball was like my first love. So like hockey was like kind of like my side piece. Um, so I, you know, I spent the majority of my time playing basketball and hockey required a bunch of equipment, uh, especially since I was, I played goalie. That was what I really enjoyed doing. So we, I played a lot of street hockey um, and I played a, a pretty decent amount of goalie when I was doing that. You know, I played also offense and defense and everything, but, but goalie was really my thing. Um, I think I probably played roller hockey like once or twice uh, back in a phase when I thought, you know, I was going to be good at rollerblading. P.S. I never was. Um, so I guess my level of play was like, I think I was a pretty damn good goalie at the time when I was willing to throw my body all over the concrete. Um, but, uh, but I never really got too, too you know, super into it. But in my mind, you know how like when, uh, when, when kids play sports, they're always like, when they're playing basketball, they're like Michael Jordan. And then they shoot a fadeaway or something like that. I always had like a whole series of different goalies 
that like I was always trying to like flash the leather and make glove saves and stuff. And I think sometimes my flashiness kind of got in the way. I like it, it was more important to me to make a flashy awesome save than it was to make a save. <laughs> I think I was more interested in like the the moment of like you know just talking shit to someone. So it was more important for you just to stack the pads as opposed to just. Just, I'm just going to stop this little dribbler. Yeah, yeah. Like, I totally would overdo it, I'm sure. Uh, and and every big save, I would I would undoubtedly talk trash to someone about it. And I'm sure they would light me up right after that. But, so, um, then, yeah. so then to that point, is you, was your goaltending uh, motivation or idol, as the kids would say, Dominic Hoshik? I did have a... A, a big uh, hockey crush on Dominic Hasek, but no, actually, I was a Felix Potvin fan. That there was my is. thing because I kind of liked his. Uh, I liked his helmet, and I kind of thought that was cool. The and cat, I played, the cat, you know, like he had like a whole thing about him. So that was also at the time where I was playing a lot of uh, video game hockey. So I will say this though: of video game sports, I played more video game hockey at, by like a factor of a hundred than any other video game sport like madden would come out and i was like ah, i'm gonna go get nhl so you know on that side at least you can say i am a i'm a true hockey guy is is that where so felix potvin is that how you became a de facto maple leafs fan yeah it was it was all it was actually all just video game hockey so i like in those games being from new york i either played as the rangers or i would often play as the maple leafs because i really liked you know, their blue and white uniform, and I liked Felix the Cat, and then I got to know the whole team, and I kind of liked all the skills that they had on that particular, like, lineup um, in, like, NHL, you know, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97. Every, every one of those seasons on Sega Genesis, that was, like, my jam. Uh, now, yep. I didn't have Felix Potman through that whole thing, but I just kind of kept doing it, you know? So that's kind of where it all came from. And, uh, you know, I kind of like the fact that they were a classic six team, like an original six uh, and that, and the other thing, and this is totally my psyche, like uh, the fact that they have the second most Stanley Cups was like always appealing to me. I was like, well, they're kind of like the first underdog, so I really like. I was like, they're good historically, but like they're the first underdog, so it, it kind of like appealed to my want to like we shall overcome type mentality. Like they had a bit of they had a bit of Ricky Bobby in them. They yeah. ain't first, they're last. Yeah, exactly. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been real tough to be a Maple Leafs fan, and, and it's funny. I remember, um, I think I was, uh, I, I had just for like the first time or something, like talked to Scott Stratton, and like in trying to to bond with him, I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm a Maple Leafs fan." He's like, "Oh, I don't do that anymore." <laughs> it's like he knows better now. Like, why even waste your time? I, I like how he decided to bail out. Yeah, just as the Maple Leafs decided to get good. Yeah, and like even that, like come on, that's like just as the Eagles decide to get good, you're like, you know, it's a disappointment that's about to happen. Yeah. Speaking of disappointments, <laughs> Jeff, what's the biggest regret in life? Not not like a big, you know, like an, a life altering regret, but like, let's say you were out on a Saturday night and things are going real well. You're hanging out with friends. Somebody doesn't want to go to that one restaurant that you wanted to go to. What's the biggest regret about a menu order or something, you know, you didn't get the ice cream? What's like a big menu food regret that you might a, have? A big menu food regret. So like I go out and I don't get I don't get the thing or like yeah, I, I missed out on it. Yeah, you, you, want, you want the thing, but you don't get the thing. Does it have to be food related? Because I have like a really like what comes to my mind, like I have a retail related regret that like – 
I'm not a big shopping type person or like somebody who like buys things to fill some void in my soul. I, I'm, I'm a minimalist, but I have a very big retail regret. I can tell you about that. And then, I'll, and then I can touch about touch on the food. Okay. Please, I, please do. Please I'm, do. I'm just going to drop this in here. Um, I went to Italy back in 2010, I believe it was. Um, and there was a pair of sunglasses. They were a pair of Armani sunglasses and I put them on my face and I felt like, like the, the lights around me might've dimmed. And then I was on a runway and you know, the paparazzi showed up. I just looked so effing sexy in these glasses and they were like $225. And I was like, that's like ridiculous to pay for a pair of sunglasses. And like, what am I doing? You know, that's silly. Maybe when I get home, uh, I'll look on the internet and see if I can find, and, and then I never could find them again. I did not buy them there. And I swear to you, I don't, I don't know if this is true or if it's just made up in my head, but I feel, I feel as though those were the single perfect pair of sunglasses that have ever existed for my particular face. And the fact that I will never find them again means that forever, every pair of sunglasses that I put on my face, and this is true to this day, every day that I put on a pair of sunglasses, I look at them and think, you're my second choice. <laughs> so that it, it, Sir, it's a legit... soup or salad, uh, uh, soup. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess beyond that, uh, God, food regret. I, I think just every time I go to brunch now and I don't order waffles or pancakes or something carby, it's a, it's a regret, but not one that I actually feel bad about. I just not like, you should have, it would have been the healthy thing to do sort of regret, but more like, you know, it, it, what if you die tomorrow and you didn't eat the pancakes because I love carbs. They're just so good. Like I want the Mac and cheese. That's it. It's the Mac and cheese. It's every restaurant I go to that has Mac and cheese and I don't get it. You're right. You passed the test. It was a trick question. And the answer was the Mac and cheese. <laughs> I know it always is. The answer is always Mac and cheese. Jeffrey, thank you very much for sharing part of your day with us. Now, before we go, if there was one last thing you had to share with us, what would it be? Like my final words? Like, yes, like, like the last what, thing you have to share. What I don't know is that there's a red dot on the side of my head right now. And uh, after this statement, that's it. Game over. Lights out. Um, God, last thing I would say to people is if you know anyone that is not yet listening to Shareable, Tell them to subscribe and tell them to leave a review for our show because damn it, damn it, if I can say that on your show, John, I really like doing this show and it's a lot of fun and I wish that I could do it more and I wish that we would get some sponsors so that I could spend a little bit less time grinding it out trying to make an agency into a worldwide phenomenon and instead spend more time talking to fine people like yourself. This podcast episode brought to you by Grinder. If you're looking for someone, <laughs> Grinder is the way to go. <laughs> Hoagies and grinders. That's what you meant, right? Like, please, that's what you meant? Uh, that's fantastic. Thank you. Jeff, thanks very much for being on Now You Do Me, the, Yell, the Now You Do Me podcast. Jeff, where can people go to be shareable with you? People can go and be shareable with me at sharablepodcast.com, but also find me on Twitter, Jay Gibbard. J-G-I-B-B-A-R-D. And John, you'll put those in the show notes, right? Yes, I will. Excellent. Thanks for sharing. We'll see you later.
That was so much fun. I can't even believe the guests that we get. I mean, can you believe the guests that we get? I can actually. I schedule them. Awesome. Well done. Well, this episode for me was an absolute blast, and I hope everyone listening really enjoyed it. But now that we're in this fun little outro, what should people do next? Hmm. I think they should check us out on iTunes. Definitely go check us out on iTunes. And when you get there, subscribe, drop us a review, and then what's that one last thing we want them to do? I don't know. Share the episode. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's in the name. So... Please share this episode, tell everyone you know, and we'll see you on the next episode of Shareable. Bye.